Why, hello, and welcome to our second episode of the Day One Game Pass Show. It's a uh, three-segment show this week. I'm joined by John Sikamechanico-Clark to talk about Starfield. Then, Ursul, a.k.a. Soulblazers, joins me to talk about the Dead Space remake. And finally, we're going to finish up with Lonely Mountain Downhills, again, with John Sikamechanico-Clark. So let's get right into it. And welcome to our first segment, which we definitely didn't film after our third segment. I'm here, joined... For the first time, by John, Sick and Mechanical Clark, our editor-in-chief. How are you doing? I haven't asked you that yet today. I don't think you have, and I'm really glad you did, because uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's always a pleasure to be here. This is uh, episode two of day one, our exclusive to Patreons, at least for like early access. Yeah, be a few uh, days podcast. normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we love yeah. our patrons, because they're legends. We'll and I very, very smartly started it up once... Game Pass releases were kind of done for the year, and there wasn't much left. So we'll have one episode in December. It'll be a big one. I'll try and get at least four team members on to talk about things I really like. Um, But yeah, yeah, so we are here today because I really wanted to talk about Starfield, but I'm the host and not the guest. So I needed a guest who has played a whole bunch of it. You might not have beaten it, but you have played a lot with me, including during the review period. John. I have. I I, I booked some. I booked some holiday actually for Christmas, mm-hmm. like the, the the period between just before Christmas all the way through to January. Um, and there's definitely going to be some uh, leave me alone. I'm finishing Starfield days because I've got a, a good chunk of the way through. Um, I think I've only got like maybe a, maybe a, maybe a quarter of the mainline story left to do. But mm-hmm. I want to do the. I've got the the Vanguard faction still to do, so mm-hmm. I've got to get that oh, done. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good two, yeah. actually. There are two main quests yeah, in the yeah. faction so, that are both Yeah, yeah the Crimson Fleet and, and the Vanguards. Yeah. Or maybe um, I did the Vanguards since the Crimson Fleet I'm talking about. But okay, we'll get well, into the, that. Yeah, because <laughs> you, can, you can approach the Crimson Fleet from two ways. You can just join the Crimson Fleet, or you can approach it from the Vanguard as a, uh, a double agent. Yeah, I'm doing that one. I'm the double mm-hmm. agent style because yeah. it's more interesting. But I'm not good at be like a triple guy. agent? Yes, you can always. So I know that this game has been described by people I respect in the industry as a mile wide but an inch deep. But I vehemently disagree with that because the choices you make really do matter, um, especially with the fact that you can do New Game Plus in this, which is new for Bethesda games. But before we get too far ahead of things, Starfield is the biggest Xbox release this year. It is one of the best selling games. I think it's number nine right now on the latest Circana chart for North America, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll never know global numbers and everything then, except for Xbox themselves saying it outperformed what we were hoping. So I know there's, there's been a... Despite being know, on Game Pass. Yeah, it's um, it's tough. There's just been so much weird negative spin on it where it's people outside of the, the ecosystem and who who don't use the platform that much, I think looked at it way more... That's something way more important than the actual people who do use Xbox a lot, who do know what the goals of Microsoft in general are with this division, where Starfield was the big release of the year. But that's that's not the same as like Spider-Man 2, where it was the big release of the year for a company very dependent on trying to push everything as hard as they can right now. Um 
But I don't yeah, know. Uh, look, I mean, you can't, unfortunately, rightly or wrongly, you can't discuss Starfield without discussing the the silliness around it. Like, I random Twitter account today on a random tweet that with nothing to do with this said at Xbox era said it was game of the generation. Well, there, you know, what have they got to say? And I was like, I don't think we did. I don't think we did say that. I even went as far as to go into your review and hit control F and search for generation. And it was mentioned twice. um, And it was like, it's for the new generation of consoles and um, older generation. of Those are the only two times you said the word generation in the entire review. So, and this is what's weird. The game of the generation talk was, you know, some of it was jokingly spoken about on Twitter, but I feel like the people that don't like Starfield also frame Starfield again as the next, it has to succeed or Xbox has failed game. Whereas it's just a a pretty damn good video game, actually. Um, Yeah. Like it's, it is, (laughs) it is a Bethesda game and Bethesda games have that flavor and they've got that, Focus yeah. on simulation of systems. Um, it is a bigger scope. It is a bigger budget. But even then, like, it's still, as an actual dev team, they're like a quarter or they're, they're like a half of even like a bungee. Like, they're, it's just, yeah, they're big. They make big things, but it's not some crazy $200 million, you know, moonshot project that has to pay back right away. Like, it is this. It's a it's essentially a platform a lot of times with them, which is why they embrace mods so much, which we'll probably get in like Q1 of next year when yeah. the, the kit comes for doing mods on console and PC. And it takes what I think is their best canvas because I know people are like, oh, the exploration is actually bad. It's like, well, if you just want to constantly use fast travel, you can. It's there for that. And thankfully, it's pretty quick. Um, the, but it was, there's not exploring in no man's sky is pretty boring. Like it actually, yeah. cause there's just not that much out there. And once you've seen the procedural parts, you know what it is and people, but it's, it's fun to see the animation of flying away from a planet or into a planet, which I get. And that'll be a thing with, uh, the star Wars outlaws game, which is using the beyond good and evil Two tech, which Funnily enough, it's using it before that game's probably still not even a real thing. Where you get to the loading screen is more interactive. Like in yeah. Jedi Survivor, which you've um potentially been playing. It's I've started it, yeah. Yeah, there are points where you're flying your ship and it's this whole long hidden loading screen, essentially, where they keep you in the ship and there's talking, there's all that. For Starfield, it was very much we're just gonna cut the black and in anywhere between three and ten seconds, you're on the next thing. Um, people have modded those loading screens out on PC, and it is pretty much instant. But you just see everything popping in. Um, yeah, I, the thing with it is, is, and I've noticed that, it, that that's a criticism from some. But I'm like speaking to people that you know in IRL that aren't in the industry, but actual just people that love Bethesda games. Mm-hmm. One of my mates was like, "Why on earth would I want to watch an animation?" Like yeah. every time, like and and have to go and sit through that and and have it play out in real time, or, like of course I'm going to fast travel there because I'm 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 not that's not why I'm playing I'm playing for for a multitude of other reasons, and I think that there's this weird there was this weird sudden demand for immersion in Starfield and I I think if you play it that way it can be perfectly immersive um, you know 
doing the espionage quests, I kind of really got into it. And I was like loving not being detected and, and getting around while I was doing like a bunch of corporate espionage. Um, but then as I was doing side quests where it was just like silly stuff, like go from here, go here, go back here. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go walk to my ship, get in my ship, launch up from my ship, go through the out. Like, imagine that. Imagine how boring that would get. It's like, it's like when Two Human had a, an animation every time you died. It was like 35 seconds long and you had to sit through it. There was no skip. You know what then- it is. It's Callisto <laughs> Protocol. Cause, so when you play Dead Space and you use a heal, you just start seeing your, your health go up. In Callisto yeah. Protocol, when you need to heal, he kneels down, slowly, lovingly, beautifully animated, thanks to the Sony team that helped them, pulls out the needle, puts it in his neck, and starts healing. And it's like four or five seconds every time to do a heal. So it makes it more a strategic thing you have to do, but it's also infuriating to me. Um, yeah. I, I really appreciated their approach to, we want to be realistic, but what is fun? So we are always going to err on the side of being fun. And they, they yeah. are going to have like the, um, if you, you're a huge Expanse fan, they have they have all the systems in there for having to really worry about radiation and conditions and yeah, yeah. all that type of stuff. Like they're going to have, I think they've talked about having that mode in there eventually where you really have to pay attention to like a like an ultimate hardcore yeah type mode yeah a hardcore mode where you've got to worry about planet radiation and the suit you're wearing and you've got to worry about conditions you can get in different things and and stuff like that they're, they're going to have that i this game is their best canvas for mod support which is a, an enormous part of these and i do think with it having that focus on being the the savior, um, a lot of people are just used to action RPGs and far less actual RPGs that look and play like this. Because when you go into a yep. Baldur's Gate 3, you expect an RPG. It's a three-quarters perspective. You're clicking on a mouse to tell people to move, or it's like this very... It feels yeah, yeah, like yeah. an RPG. Whereas Starfield actually does feel like a competent, enjoyable first-person shooter. It's um, probably why I liked it so much comparatively to how I normally bounce off other RPGs, you know, like similarly for Mass Effect, like that got me, mm-hmm. and, and arguably Mass Effect went completely into the, the shooter it, genre. It went the into uh, genre an action game. One. It was an action game, gameplay-wise first, with deep RPG stories and choices and stuff. Yeah. Um, but this one also, like I know you were struggling for a little bit because you you have to get in that mindset of this is an actual role playing game. I'm playing. I've a got role. To, I've got to level this up. Yeah. I've got to I've got to and earn I've, this skill. And you've got to figure out who your character is and how you want to play them. Like it has to be an actual role. They are a blank slate for you to yeah. mold in a way that isn't the standard for like big AAA games most of the time. There, Elden Ring was an exception again, where you don't really make choices. But you get to choose so much of exactly how you play and all that. Um, but this one but yeah, for I think, me, oh, you go. I think Starfield. Yeah, I think I think Starfield is gonna is gonna be around for a long while. And you know, to your point about mod support coming in Q one, we've still got the the Shattered Space expansion, so they're they're gonna have another beat on that. Yeah, they just said releasing... they still have two hundred and fifty devs are actively working on the game right now. Yeah, so. I, I I think. Yeah, the only the only real negative I have towards the game as a game is, is, you know, yet because of the number of systems in play, there are still some bugs. It is definitely mm-hmm. far less buggy than other Bethesda games, 
but you know, like there is still one quest I can't finish yet. I haven't I haven't logged back in in, in since a couple of patches ago, so I do need mm. to see if the guy today. is. Yeah, yeah, it actually, exactly. This DLSS is it for up. you. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm very yeah. looking forward to seeing how. And supposedly, well it even now. without the DLSS, even like on AMD or without running DLSS, it it is running way better because it's taking yeah. more advantage of higher end cards and higher end CPUs. So. Oh, could be good. Yeah. I mean, it was already, I was already running ultra on everything, and it was it me was too. Great. I was ultra four um, K and getting. I would get fifty in some cities at times, but it was normally over a hundred. But yeah, yeah. Do you think they're going to bring sixty FPS to console eventually in the new year? The minute mods hit, they'll it'll be unlocked, and we'll see will if it, it can get anywhere close. Because I think in in cities it will struggle to be anywhere near that. But if you're on VRR with a VRR display that can go to forty, you'd be okay. So I wouldn't mind if they had a 40 hertz unlocked mode. That is mainly what I used when I played Hogwarts Legacy. Um, yeah, yeah. Where it will lock to 40 and allow to go above, but never go below. And it felt perfect on a on a TV set at 120 hertz because it's divisible by that. So, yeah. It's, I just, it's, it's, it was, it's one of those games that I think for a lot of people, like, you know, people in people in my life have no life it to the extent of like they have done everything. Like within within three or four weeks, they, they and if they just, were in the industry, else. they'd then say that I didn't really like it though, because I literally have seen people I know and I like have been like, oh yeah, I got about a hundred hours in, but it's like a six or a seven. I'm like, that's not Every, a, that's not what you put a hundred hours into. If you really hated it that much, like you wouldn't keep playing it. You'd just be like, There's okay, this- yeah, whatever. And I don't want to keep harping on it because it's just talking about the game. But it really, it, the game has been so struck. Like discussion around the game has just been so set by. And it's weird. It's the people who are like, "Don't you don't need if you don't like it, that's fine. I like it. Or if I don't like it, that's fine. You like it." A lot of those people have been very vocal to make sure you know that they don't like it and that they don't believe that you like it. And I'm like, no, it's just I really like. I got like, I don't know, count up. All the Bethesda games I've played, I've only got like 5,000 hours in them, like conservatively. Like, I, I really like Bethesda's games. I th- yeah. And, and, and that's the weird thing is this this weird narrative of this isn't what I was expecting. Really? Like, mm. I think they I were was expecting transparent. <laughs> yeah, like it, a big improvement on their Fallout 4 shooting mechanics in space, but it's still is going to be cell based. That is the system, that is how it works. And it's like, I've seen people saying, well, maybe they just go to Unreal Engine 5. And I'm like, no, their games would not work in Unreal Engine 5. They simply don't. They have this new engine for a reason. It's it's the only way these things, like Unreal Engine only just got the whole cell loading thing that they work off of. Like when you're this simulation yeah. heavy, you can't do it the same way. Um, it's, it's, it's probably my favorite game of the year. It's probably like the one I... And I played some incredible games a lot this year. I put 115 hours into Diablo 4 in review. Absolutely adored it. Loved that game. Bad Season 1 left a sore taste, a rotten taste in people's mouth, I think. Season 2 is actually fantastic. Um, but it was yeah. too little, too late for awards season, I'm guessing. Um, but like, Yeah, I, I know that's the other source of discussion that everyone's been going on about. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I don't think you and I don't give a shit about awards and denominations because we know we know how it works especially because it's not an awards show it's a marketing event with awards in it because if it was an award show it would be by the industry itself because that's what award shows normally are 
Like that's what the dice awards are. Those are that's an awards show. The BAFTA. That's a proper one. Yeah, those are about the award. They're not about being in December to maximize marketing budgets because they want people to buy the games that are shown off in the show. Like that's that's why it happens now. That's why there's a cutoff that's at like the worst time of the year. Um where some companies have very smartly used that cutoff to get your game out about a week before the cutoff because the negative talk about your game won't have started up yet like it normally does. Because there are a lot of games out there, I think you and I would agree, depending on the platform <laughs> or the developer, where sometimes they're extremely positive at embargo time. And then when people play them, the flaws start getting talked about by you know by everyone else. Yeah, um, by the actual people that buy games as opposed to just yeah. giving them. And not to say they're yeah, bad. It's, it's just that they're not always... It's the one... And again, it's it's kind of annoying because Nick is right. Xbox games get properly critiqued. I, the Xbox yeah. tax that's everywhere now and is being used horribly wrong. It's not a... It's only a tax in the sense that I truly believe Xbox is properly critiqued or harshly critiqued. Sometimes it's way over the top depending on the you know what type of shithead personality they are. Yeah, Some I actually, ones I actually came up with a, a a succinct way, or at least I felt it was succinct, because we did the discussion on the Xbox Zero podcast the other night. And this is this is how I put it, and this is, you know, for, for day one members, in case you didn't see me chatting in the Discord, this is how I this is how I put it. If 80%, because that's roughly the figure, of multi-platform covering outlets typically primarily play on PlayStation, and that's reflected in how games are reviewed, right? You go look at Metacritic for any genuinely large-ish multi-platform release. Like Jedi Survivor? Yeah, are going to be reviewed on PlayStation because, hey, the human beings that all have biases and wants and desires and preferences ask for PlayStation code. And if of the 120 outlets, which, funnily enough, are comprised of human beings, nominate what they play guess what that's going to reflect in you're not going to choose an xbox game most of the time like you can can from an industry perspective go hey i hear hi-fi rush is pretty good right but generally speaking if 80 percent of your time is being spent on that platform guess what's not going to get a really fair shake at things. Yeah, it's, and it's not to say that Starfield deserves game of the year this year. Yeah. It's not my game of the year this year, mm -hmm. but I think that goes some way to explain. And I hate the, uh, the refusal from some people to just take that as fact. Like that is, that isn't yeah. an opinion. I pulled the, that um, is how games are reviewed. I pulled the Metacritic page up. There's 121 on PlayStation five. For Star Wars Jedi Survivor, there's 26 on PC and 17 on Xbox. Like it's Come just, on. and it's fine. Like you want to play it where <laughs> you're used to playing things, and you want to play it where you know I've got a PlayStation Five. I might not have an Xbox, or it's just where I'm used to playing stuff. I like this Dual Sense a lot. That's perfectly yeah. fine. But it does. It is not dictated by the publisher. You can ask for any version. Some versions are going to be available earlier. Normally, PC is available earlier on most things. Yeah. Um, but like like with uh, Frontiers of Pandora coming out in a couple of weeks, I've said, please Xbox, PC if it's way earlier, because otherwise we don't get yeah. Xbox until launch, and then you don't get a review. That is the occasional thing that the happens. The juggling acts that we have to, have to no. deal with. But yeah, that's how I would put it, right? Like, it's not a... It's not uh, a I'm going to deliberately score this game badly there's yeah. not a conspiracy yeah it's just how human beings are yeah. um, you're used to what you're used to 
yeah, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. Like uh, the whole thing needs a, a revamp. But look, Game Pass subscribers, if you are loving RPGs, or if you if you have been on the fence and you haven't picked up Starfield yet, and you really want to dive back into that world, I think now that it's had the number of uh, additional patches, like I think it still performed fantastically from day one, but mm-hmm. it's had some further tweaks. There's definitely more enhancements available on PC. There's far fewer bugs. Um, it's the perfect time to maybe pick it back up you know the christmas holidays are coming up for you guys this week i think is thanksgiving yep, uh, it's Thursday. You know, spend some time ignoring your family and and exploring Shocking. the galaxy it runs really well on the uh, legion go now not for long every time you talk about the legion go and i want one well yeah because yeah. they sent one in for coverage so i gotta give it proper coverage you know you reach out to the uk and see if they have any because honestly, Fine. that it would have had to been them sending it to me, and then I ship it to you, and that would have cost a lot of money. Because um, okay. PR is very territorial. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you've got a handheld like the Roger Ally or the Legion Go, runs great. I don't think this runs on a Steam Deck, or at least not well. Um, they are a little underpowered comparatively, but with a better battery life. Um, but yeah, it's and it plays. It's their first time that a game plays truly great on a controller too so if you're worried about that because a lot of times like fallout 4 was okay skyrim shooting a bow and arrow could be infuriating on a, on a controller but yeah just overall the the story the way new game plus works which is super addictive and i would be way further into if i hadn't reviewed 15 games since this came out <laughs> You have refuted all the games. Yeah, it's just been a, it's September and October, and even now November have been crazy. I had four last week. I wasn't expecting to do that. That wasn't supposed to happen. But anyways, um, yeah, there's um, there are quest fixes in today's patch. By the way, it might fix the quest you've been having bugged out. Oh, I'm going to read those notes. patch notes. I'm definitely yeah. going to go um, check them out. I've been getting, I've been getting. Uh, so I'm showing the shipbuilding in the review right now, and I've been getting into that quite a bit. And there's some crazy things you can build. But again, it is an RPG. You need to build your character up to be able to do it. But yeah, I could go on. Um, it's a well-written RPG with really good plot lines. Um, I think it's their best main quest plot line that they've done because a lot of times the best parts of Fallout and Elder Scrolls have been the side stuff. And there's still some incredible side stuff here, but I think the the main quest holds up really well in comparison to them. Um, yeah, it is a full, deep, immersive Bethesda RPG where your choices matter. It just plays and looks way better than they ever have before. Mods are coming soon. It's always on Game Pass. Um, yeah, I, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, and I could I could talk about this one a long time, and it's nice to not have Nick here because he just his eyes glaze over every time we bring <laughs> it up. Yeah, well, you know, like we have to have a special show. In fact, I would recommend, you know, if you if you're a listener to the Xbox Series podcast, we did do a special Starfield show. I think mm-hmm. with with you and I, yep. Um, where I think we could have spent a good hour going into into a lot of the nitty gritty. Yeah, so I definitely recommend go and go and check it up. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 well worth playing, and uh, I think it is far more deserving of acclaim than it is of criticism. Um, yeah. it's there, a there's definitely valid criticism. It's the just... loading times is the worst thing, yeah. and it's just, it's not even the loading times. I should rephrase that. It's the frequency of mm. loading into areas. That's yep. the one thing that was the I, thing honestly, that knocked it down for me. me. 
I think I think if if they had if they had that seamlessness to it, I think that all of the other stuff would have evaporated in terms of negativity. If they had if there had been a way to quickly go to black and come out and not get a screen and not have it be that long, if they had found a yeah. way because if if you can mod it out on PC and it's super quick, it just does pop in. So if there was yeah. ever they can ever get by that, if they yeah. With with the re-release on the next gen. <laughs> when they remaster it and they've got even faster too. yeah now, well know, we got we the elder scrolls elder scrolls 6 next then after that who knows because everyone wants fallout so uh, they're true. not a two-team studio people have no. asked he doesn't want to but hey they they are owned by microsoft now so maybe even bigger budgets and bigger and what teams. if fallout goes to uh obsidian does the fallout who knows it could always happen yeah we're eating good. We'll see. It's been an incredible 2023 fall. Uh, Starfield right at the very tippity top of my game of the years so far before uh, we have a ton of content for that coming at the end of December, yeah. week before Christmas. We're going to have tons of articles and videos. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun community uh, driven conversation experience as we all uh, mm-hmm. say goodbye to this year and look forward to the carnage of the behemoth that is now Microsoft gaming in 2024. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but well, yeah, thank thanks, you. thanks for having me on to chat about Starfield, man. Excuse me. Yeah, and thank you for joining me. The next segment is going to be myself talking to Ursula. I'm not even going to say bye to John because John's going to be back right after that I, one. I will be back. Yeah, we're doing Starfield first, as you guys just watched. Then we've got Dead Space Remake coming up next with Ursula. After that, you're going to see John again for Lonely Mountains Downhill. But thank you, John. Good game. Bye. Hello again, everyone. I'm joined here today by Ursula a.k.a. Soul Blazers, to talk about Dead Space, the 2023 remake. Ursel, thank you for joining me. Yo, thanks for having me. So you hadn't, I it's uh, I reviewed it back at launch and yep. fell in love, well, actually I reviewed it after launch because we still, we hadn't made EA's um, the whole list then. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I still ended up giving it a 10 because, um, boy, did I freaking love that game. <laughs> um, like, I, I loved that's why I think the original? In my, yeah, in my open critic thing, it's like, what are your favorite things? And it's like Halo, Battlefield, and Dead Space. Those oh, games. Damn. Okay. So you, I you really, really love Dead fan. Space. Yeah, Dead Space yeah. 1, Dead Space 2, and then Dead Space 3 in co-op mm. aces, outside of the fact that it was it was the time when EA yeah. was at their worst yeah. with the microtransactions. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Still did some crazy story stuff and was really good, but this is the remake of the original. It takes the the skeleton, the bones of that the original, original game was 2007, right? 2008, something like that. Yeah, 2008. Was, yeah, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. late 2000s. Yeah, so it takes those, like the moving parts are all the same for the most part, but then they go back yeah. and it, like you didn't, you didn't play the original. I didn't play. Only played I, this. I played the original um, when it came to EA Play in like 2015 or whatever it was for like 40 minutes. And then I <laughs> noped out right away. I'm like, nope, nope, I can't do this. They followed mm-hmm. me into the elevator and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. The um the big thing. So the the big thing with this one was it takes the skeleton of the 2008 yeah. release and it just completely rebuilds it. So one of the big changes is the lack of loading screens. It is just yeah. one. So the original game had ship. loading screens. Yeah, the original game, it wasn't one ship it was a bunch of sections they would load in and out 
But in oh, Dead Space, the remake they, with, you know, modern tech, yeah. they're able yeah. to take all this and they're able to make an actual contiguous one large level, essentially. As I was playing the game, in, in my head, I was thinking it's like this, this exploring the Ishimura was what so many horror sci-fi movies tried to do, right? But they were limited to two hours. But with like a 10-hour game and giving free reign, I literally explored the whole ship. And it felt alive and it felt fluid and it felt really smooth. Another big change but. that adds to that is the um, the procedural scare generation. So if you're wondering like all the noises you hear and all the weird things and yeah. enemies pop out yeah. is all procedural. Yeah. And it gets worse and worse the stronger Isaac gets. And in New Game Plus, it is horrifyingly terrifying. Oh man, just, I'm just about to start on New Game mm, Plus. <laughs> you're super powerful. So they throw away harder things at you early, okay. but it's also like, okay. it's just, it's so, it's constantly unnerving audio wise. I know like, so speaking of, dude, the audio design in this game, next level, I'm playing with the headphones on Atmos and it's just, it's creepy. It's informative. You know, like the zero G sections mm -hmm. purely, purely by just audio. I'm like, I know where this person is. Move my camera. There it is. Shoot, shoot. You know, like it's, Yeah. So I, I know, like, we're at, we're at the Game Awards time, and a lot of people are looking at Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yeah, I was about to say, why wasn't it nominated for this at is least a, audio design? For me, that? it might be less transformative because it was remaking something yeah. newer. Um, yeah. But yeah. as a remake, it's just as good and from better source material. And please don't yell at me, Resident Evil fans. Resident Evil 4 Remake is great. Resident <laughs> Evil 4 originally doesn't really hold up. I don't... not. Yeah. Not to have fun gameplay-wise. Like, it's just a, a pain in the ass with those tank so controls. What else did they change? You know, like, did Isaac talk this much in the original no, game? they added more talking from... So Isaac okay. had the original voice actor the whole time. Like, that, he always was that okay. voice actor, okay. but he barely talked in the original release. Okay. He obviously talks a lot okay. more, takes his helmet off more, which people get yes, annoyed yeah, at, but I'm like... Yeah. There's no reason for him not okay. to. They added. And to be um, honest, as a player, him taking the helmet off is a moment where I can breathe too, where I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, nothing's really yeah. going to happen here that I can control, you know? Zero so. G controls are different and a lot better. Um, okay. Suits okay. They feel and, pretty good. and various things. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, uh, I think the, some of the, I don't remember if the whole out, out, out of the ship section with the yes. turrets is um, new. Yeah. It might yeah. be. Yeah. I honestly like, don't uh, remember. the asteroid from behind. Yeah. There's definitely some yeah. new sections um and some changed stuff it's got a lot of the same plot beats but there's also the whole thing i don't remember like there's all those markers you can find and if you find all of them you get so a certain that's key. new game plus to get yeah. an alternate ending from yeah. what i know i, I do I, know that i don't i don't want to spoil the story here but i know near the ending um they changed a little bit of the plot point with something that was supposed to be like in his head that was a little different in, in the remake mm -hmm. um though speaking of and the story was really good I really enjoyed it. It, yeah. it, was, it was trippy. It was uh, the one thing I, <laughs> I want to say is everyone in the ship, everyone in the ship, the bad guys, the good guys, the people trying to manipulate things. They all owe Isaac so much. This man single handedly saves the ship like four times from falling into the planet, from being destroyed by this, from being destroyed by that. Oh, man. Cool character. Though. I, I yeah. really want to play the sequel, but I think I'll wait a little. I, I do think. Um, well, you've got a PC. So the, the yes, Dead Space. Yeah. One port is pretty bad. Dead Space 2 port okay. on PC is still pretty good. You need to like go in and mod one to actually make it work because you can't get through one okay. of the very first doors on PC oh my um, with God. modern hardware. <laughs> um, Dead Space 2 port That's is funny. fine. If if they 
if you're going to play it anytime soon, I'd say just go ahead and do it because they haven't announced yeah. remaking two. So even yeah. then, it's going to be years. I'm, I'm hoping, right? Because this, yeah. I think it sold well and it did critically very well, of course, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so um, I'm really hoping they do. announce it. It would be a cool thing to yeah. get soon. But even if they announce it, it will yeah. be years probably. So you've got plenty yes. of like, time. Like, I'll, I'll wait two, three years. I can do that, right? Mm-hmm. I waited, what, 15 to play the first game? Yeah. Um, though speaking of, so I know about Dead Space. Every single person has told me for the past 10 years, one of the best games of all time. There's questions where, hey, if you could forget a game and play it again, what would it be? People say Dead Space, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew that. I couldn't play because of the horror. This time I'm like, screw it. Let's do it. Right, horror movies I can watch. Horror games, there's a, a level of intimacy you don't get in mm-hmm. movies. Right, you're the one controlling. Yeah, you it. get you, scared in a game, in a movie, yeah. but like you are in control in a way in a exactly. game that is completely different. You start panic shooting in this, and they'll kill you. Right, and it's like, okay, damn, that was my fault. That being said, you play the game, and yeah, it's freaky. But when you watch a horror movie, for anyone, for anyone listening who doesn't really play horror games, right, but you've seen a horror movie and you wonder why don't they just shoot? the bad guy right shoot the monster yeah this is that game yeah they're scary yeah they freak you out but you rip everything to pieces bit by bit especially on normal difficulty which what i played on like it's it's not it's horror it's super tense but it's also stress relieving in a way it's not survival horror it's action horror Mm. more than um yes a lot of those other ones it can be pretty limiting on um health packs and stuff like that at times yes Yes. But um, you're never super weak, which I appreciate. I don't like being yeah. really weak in games. I don't find that. I mean, the enjoyable. very first gun you pick up, you can beat the entire. In fact, there's an achievement to beat the entire game with just that gun, which I think I'll probably go for a new game plus. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the most satisfying yeah. weapons I've ever used in a video mm-hmm. game, especially oh, in sync in sync with the the kinesis and throwing. Yes, like chopping a limb yeah. off, Loot. pulling it in, and killing them with their own arm. Never. And they get like stuck to the wall across the friggin' screen. Like the only the only part of the game that felt a little archaic to me was no dodge button at all. That's yeah. where I'm like, it feels a little clunky here. Where like I need to freeze, run around, turn back around, shoot a little bit here and there. And some of like the secondary or other weapons were kind of useless. It, it, you could tell some of them. They have their on as much. so they, they definitely have their their enemies, but you have to get to their yeah. like upgrades because like the firewall. At yeah. first, is okay on the flamethrower, but you upgrade the firewall, and it just means mm. no one can come at you from that angle for like thirty seconds, and it's incredibly useful. Yeah, I never used the upgrades for some reason, like the sorry, the secondary weapons. The al- I, yeah, I upgraded the everything. I found the schematics, yeah. but the alternates, mm-hmm. I never. Because uh, dude, ammo is ammo is scarce in this game. Like yeah. you need to constantly either keep buying it or switching weapons around. Now I playing it now, I can easily see why people gave it the tens that it did, and it mm-hmm. it deserves. It. Even yeah. after you beat the game, right? You can play the game again, New Game Plus, with all your stuff carry over. You can have an alternate ending. You can explore it again. And it's just, it's not a long game. It took me 14 hours only because I did every side mission I could. Um, but very, you can beat it in 12. Very easily. replayable, though. Um, I, yeah. I've gone yeah. through it mostly again on New Game Plus. I would have finished it, but mm. it just wasn't getting that many people watching. And I got I to gotta think of yeah. the site. Um, but yep. also, yep. it is on Game Pass Ultimate. It's on PC mm-hmm. as well as console, and I'm really tempted to start it up and see how good it can yeah. look maxed out on PC. It's oh, on PC, very pretty. Yeah. If you're playing on console, it has two modes: performance and quality. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're both 60 FPS because I switched to quality, and it did not feel like it was any worse frame mm-hmm. rate. Maybe it hitches a little bit later in a little, but like overall, it looked a lot better. Played just as fine, is what I thought. Yeah. Um. And so. The thing that always hit with Dead Space for me is after, like, I reviewed this uh, 
couple of months after reviewing the Callisto Protocol. And the Callisto yeah. Protocol was him, the guy, one of the main guys Glenn behind Schofield. Space, I, trying yeah. to pull a lot of that same stuff in after they changed course on what the Callisto Protocol was going to be when Sony got behind yeah. it more. Um, and they just pulled so much of what Dead Space is, is and tried to recreate it there. And it just, it didn't work the way this one has and the way I've never had something, I've never had something match Dead Space yep. 1, 2, or 3 for me because I yep. like them all. Because Dead Space 1, the one we're talking about now, is a great horror action game. And then yep. Dead Space yep. 2 is a great action horror game because it's, it's bigger okay. budget and okay. bigger scope on the action, but it's still horror. Yep. And then 3 is a great co-op action spooky at times okay. game. Because right. <laughs> So 3 still has a lot of messed up stuff in it. Um, if mm. you play as Isaac, you get one perspective of it all. If you play as, I believe his name's Carter, you get a completely different perspective because okay. Isaac's got all the hallucinations Crazy that Carter stuff. doesn't. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, like you'll be staring at your co-op partner who's like going, oh my God, what's going on? And you're just like, your character's like, hey, are you okay, Isaac? You're like, you have no idea what, you don't see what oh, they see. That's super cool. Yeah. That's so, I, it, it's a, it's one of my favorite series. And I know people got very mad at, three because they really did interfere with it a lot and that's why i'm so yeah, yeah i'm so happy with this one because yeah if they do them all and go further and like they can change yeah. some of the story threads and stuff that people weren't huge fans of and they can i mean they already kind of yeah. did right with, with dead space with one they had made some slight changes which could mm -hmm. make big changes later yeah it's it's such a good game it's the environmental storytelling man you get to a certain point in the game where it's like they've been saying a lot of people are like a lot of the they're saying a lot of people in the ship went here you get there and it's like bodies all over the floor people hung themselves stabbed themselves to the sky there's candles and blood it's 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 so it's very <laughs> it's event horizon if it wasn't 90s cheese. yes it's event horizon if it was a movie i mean a game you can play too it's <sighs> but and also like not that director who's just super yes fair enough not good fair enough um it's it's a much it's like better version and doom put together <laughs> yeah it's it's more adult oddly enough because even if ryzen had the the gore oh, yeah. but it was very 90s quick cut yep. you didn't get to see yep. much gore this is just straight up you're chopping limbs off you're chopping heads off you're picking bodies up but and flinging them if anyone's listening and, and isn't too familiar you know, comfortable with gore i don't like like super in-depth like really gory stuff right Games like Dead Space and Doom do things a little different, where it's quick, to the point, not focused on. Uh, it's not. It's just. It is a part of what's actually. happening. It is not. Yes. Torture porn or gore yes. porn. Yes. It's not the point. Yeah. It's just a yeah. thing that happens when you're chopping. Like the necromorphs yeah. are literally these husks wearing your old friggin' friends' faces and stuff. That just. Yeah. I, I'll never understand how they're able to create so much organic matter just by infecting yeah. a body. <laughs> But whatever, we'll just go with it. Um, uh, alien, alien technology, man, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it one looks last great, thing, I to... but um, yeah, it doesn't look like I'm watching an autopsy like some of the Resident Evil games lately yes. have. Yes, it's like Ninja Gaiden, almost in a way, reminded me of, especially in terms of the limb slicing and whatnot, like Ninja Gaiden Two. It's gory, sure, but it's it's more like hey, we're having fun gore, not like I'm gonna gross you out gore. Mm. Um, in that sense, one last thing I wanted to say was uh, if you're playing the game. And you're watching out for enemies. Watch out for bathrooms. And not for enemies, for friggin' pipes, man. I got the biggest jump scare of 
playing any game ever. I'm just going to about them. I know there's no enemies. I don't hear them crawling around. I move towards a little bit. This pipe opens above my head and I jump off my sofa. Like it's just <laughs> great game. Oh my God. It's, it's the right amount of stress. It's not too much. Yes. You yes. don't, I don't feel like I'm out of control. Um, that's what I don't, I don't really like about survival horror where it just can become frustrating because you kind of feel useless. You're just trying to dodge everything all the time, the yes. entire time. Yes. Like that's why I don't want gears to turn into that. I 100%. don't want to feel weak when I'm in a game. Yep. Like that's not what at, I'm playing. At the same time, the, the first game makes it a point to not make you feel like a God either mm -hmm. in the sense where like, even though I'm re-exploring the ship, finding like locks or doors I haven't opened yet. And like, even though I know I'm way more powerful, I'm like two-shotting the guys I meet at this point, it's still creepy as hell because I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know what's coming. It's, it's just really... And weird. they still hurt you if they hit you. It's like, it's not like yes, you're ever yes. able to just take a also, huge like, beating. <laughs> the moment any kind of the monster or the necromorph enters within like a foot or two of you, you're freaking out. I don't care who you are. You're spamming. Mm -hmm. You're throwing your friggin' stasis. You're trying to get the hell away from them. Oh, man. Uh, I, motive, that's why right? I've always got the... Uh, I've always got the... Yeah the concussive shotgun um ready yes, to go yeah those. the force the force gun right yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that's smart actually and that and even the last that fight? alternate yeah sorry. very good on the force gun just it shoots out mm. a gravity ball that just sucks everything in it yes yes very something good. on like gaunts um even the last fight i thought was pretty well done a lot of times mm -hmm. like these things can get kind of janky like here's two for example one of the best games i've played the very last fight's a joke of a joke like it just brings the entire game down in a sense dead space at least with the remake now it kept it up about the whole thing mm -hmm. yeah it, it knows it, it feels extremely competent in its direction and its design like it had a yes. bunch of talented people making stuff but it also had very good leaders mm -hmm. for setting your expectations for what the game is going to be the whole time i never felt let down yeah. by a section or by a gameplay mechanic like it was just we're going to do the things that work <laughs> and are fun and we've got incredibly talented weirdly people. enough it's 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 a bunch of long hallways right corridors and i like the long hallways and corridors when i went to open rooms i'm like ah god damn it here we go all right like you don't want the open rooms in this you want the small narrow things where you see them coming at you mm -hmm. it's, it's, you emphasis on talent man you don't make a game that plays this fantastic by accident like i'm sure the original played great right? the original holds but, up in a way a lot of games back then don't like it it still mm -hmm. feels it feels okay like pretty good yeah. on a controller um but it was the 360 controller. Right? They're yeah, not using so this the original is just, code. It's, yeah. yeah, this is whole new engine, whole new everything. They had yep. the they had the skeleton yep. of it, but building this, I mm -hmm. think it was Unreal Four, and just yeah, extremely, extremely impressed. Like it'll be in my yeah. top five probably this year. I mean, I gave it a ten. Oh, for be. sure, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. But yeah. Man, okay. well, thank you for joining me. That was a a ton of not fun. A problem. I'm sure I'll, I'll have you on yeah. a bunch more. Um, unlike Nick. And I can say this to everyone. You play a lot of Xbox Game Pass games. So thank you so much well, for joining me. These days. Not a problem. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right, man. And we'll talk to you soon. See you Ciao guys. Now. And we are back with our third and final segment. Again, I'm joined by John Sick Mechanical Clark. John, how are you still doing now that in the future <laughs> I'm going to ask you because we're recording this out of order? Uh, I am still doing okay. Um, I love that we have this as a show, so it's nice to actually just mm -hmm. talk about a specific game for a little while. Yeah, and I've got to a good not one. get constantly interrupted while we do it by someone with a thick accent. 
yeah, well, you know, we can't have everything. But I brought mm. I brought a good one along for the show today, a golden oldie, one might say, mm-hmm. um, which is a lovely little title uh, that I would wholeheartedly recommend that if you haven't played it, that you immediately add it to your download queue, and it's called The Lonely Mountains Downhill. Bit of a weird name, um, and it's not the kind of game you'd expect me to like because I don't do anything sporty whatsoever, ever. Um, but yeah, I, I know you've been playing it after I kind of mentioned I it. I have on uh, this lovely little handheld most of the time. Since we were going to talk about it, I was like, yeah, you know what? I will take a look at this, and I have, I have, um, I have quite enjoyed it. It's um, occasionally frustrating addictive. on purpose, which makes it yeah. really addictive because you just want to get it right, and just a little mistake yeah. or just hit something the wrong angle. Because as people can see on the video now, you're going downhill all the time. If you're not watching, it is a vo- are they voxels. Or are they just? I don't know if it, flat it's pixels? just the art style. I don't think it's necessarily yeah. voxel based, but it's a you know it's a a blocky art style. But it's quite it's quite clean and and pleasant. Mm, it right? is not very ugly. clean, and it's nice because it runs incredibly well on that. Uh, man, our yeah. old footage looks like shit. Um, it runs. <laughs> yeah, I know that, that's an old capture card. <laughs> yeah, I was like, am I at 1080p? And like, oh yes, I am. It's just really low bit rate. Um, AV1 is magic, by the way. You can do it on your 4090. Oh, yes. I wholeheartedly recommend AV1. It is. Mwah. But yeah, so it's this this I'll basic blocky style. Um, you're going downhill various courses. I'm still only in like the first area because it, it yep. is pretty hard. Um, it's yep. definitely not an easy <laughs> one. But what? Well, I think it. I think it. It's. It is. It is that game. You mentioned it being frustrating, right? So, Good the beauty of it is, yeah, there is there is a skill level to this. So you start off. You have one type of bike. It's got middle of the road suspension. It's quite. You know, it's not great. It's not the fastest. And you've got the mainline routes from from A to B. And as you go downhill on these mountain bike trails. Uh, you'll hit checkpoints and each checkpoint you can then restart if you crash from that checkpoint and so on. But as the game opens up, you'll start to collect bike parts and then you'll start to collect different bikes. So you'll have a bike called, I think it's called the boar, which has ridiculous suspension where you can just fling yourself off of ridiculous jumps and land it. Then you have the pacemaker, which is really fast. And Mm. you suddenly realize that these levels with these beautiful winding paths through trees and over Canyon ravines and rivers, they're actually huge mazes of different shortcuts and neat tricks that mm. require certain bikes. To I started unlock. noticing that. Yeah. Yes. And that's the beauty of the game. That's where it suddenly gets addictive. And the, the perfect thing that the developers did, um, which is a, a team called Megagon, because this was published by uh, Thunderful. Um, they added that beautiful instant restart. You crash, bing, you're back at the checkpoint. Mm-hmm. There's no loading. You're just there. Uh, and it's this constant, like one more go, one more go. And this was my, I want to say it was my game of the year 2021, maybe, maybe 2020, one of those. Uh, yeah. But it ate, it ate a lot of time. And then there was the whole leaderboard fight between me and a best mate as we just were like, this game is, is it had it, it had its hooks in me in such a good way uh, that I can't recommend it enough. I think it's an exceptionally well-made little game. I hope they do another one because I will play it a lot. Mm, yeah, it's a... um. <laughs> It's a situation where, like, especially if you've got a little handheld like that, which would make a, a Series S handheld just incredible yeah. to have. 
Um, it is one of those, pick it up, do a run, feel good about yourself, maybe do another one or two, but if you're just going to pick up and play something for half an hour, 45 minutes, it's been much like, um, much like roguelikes where you can just jump in, do a run and you get that one more time feeling, but without having that randomness to your run, cause you do know what you're going for. So in that yeah. sense, it ends up being a, um, a thing where, you're building and you're learning and you're progressing in a very different way. Um, yeah. And the the beauty of this is so to give you a little bit of an idea of structure is you're still kind of in that first area. There's four distinct mountain areas. And I think they've added some additional ones via DLC packs, like a, a volcano ish type one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are 16 initial trails that you can, you can ride down and you've got, the initial kind of green hills, nice area. Then you've got an autumn type forest. You've got sandy desert, and then you've got like really foggy, um, kind of dark and 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 difficult tracks. Um, and it's just it's just get to the bottom as fast as you can. But they give you different objectives each one, and you can choose to activate that objective. So, if you're focusing on get down the hill in two minutes with fifteen crashes, it's effectively between each checkpoint you're starting to go okay. What's the quickest I can do this? And stage by stage, you'll start to think, right, okay, there's a shortcut here, there's a shortcut here. And then there is this wonderful beauty of nailing them. Or like if you can do it in one run, and there are challenges like that, like complete the course and zero crashes from A to Z. doesn't have to be necessarily the fastest time, but zero crashes. Um, And then some of the unlocks, they'll even give you a nighttime version. So you'll have a lamp on your bike. And that becomes even trickier because it's like where you can't see unless you're pointing your bike in the direction. So there is, there's just this wonderful depth to it, and it peels back these layers of of difficulty and complexity just ever so nicely throughout the the pace of the game. Um, it's it's just it's a very very good design. Um, I really really do recommend it. But it also is one of the most like when you when you know what you have to do and it's just you you fucked up it's your problem you've not got the skills you want to break your pad in half you want to throw it at the wall i have never in in quite a few years screamed fuck at my tv while playing a game that i have with lonely mountains downhill it is just it nails that perfect kind of balance of like frustration and challenge and i love it for it it's really good it's weird. It's the dark souls of indie mountain bike games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that is the thing with a lot of these where it is figuring out your perfect run. Um, whether that is literally a race or a run, something you're doing on your own um, with a roguelike. I've now perfected my build for what I want for this area or this boss. Like yeah. that feeling um, can come in a lot of different ways. I know a lot of people get mad at the thought of the term roguelike, but it really is just this repeatable gameplay loop. Um, and this game doesn't, and this game doesn't change up in the way a roguelike does. It isn't procedural no. in that way, but it gives you that same feeling in that speed runner sense or, and it's not always about speed. Sometimes it is just about being careful or doing things a certain Finesse. way. Yeah. And I like yeah, when they it's... change it up. That's I did tear down recently, which was oh, yeah, too yeah. focus, too focus similar in that it's, it ends up being focused on finding the best path through stuff except for you're playing first person and you're blowing shit up Um, and it's really fun but it's super focused on timers all the time outside of specific levels Um, and those non-timer levels were my favorites by far because the timer ones could be fun but when it's only that it gets a little 
too much for me. So I like um, hearing that there's a, a real variety to it because it's definitely something that would keep me yeah. playing. And you can, you can, you know, it, I think it, it it's kind to give you the stuff you need at the easier challenges. The bigger challenges, the more tricky ones, are more for like paint jobs and add different looks to your bike rather than the necessities. So, mm -hmm. like, I don't, I don't think anyone would would struggle to get there. But there is no greater feeling, I think, than the nailing that perfect run. Like when you do it and you've got the speed, because it's got this lovely little mechanic of like what a, what a biker would do. It's just like pedal really fast and then coast, mm -hmm. right? So you just hold the A button for this boost. You've only got a set amount, but it's using it at just the right moments on a straight and then you go into a curve and you pull off that perfect drift and you, all the pebbles kick up and, and, and then you really nail the jump. It's it's so good. It's interesting. It, it gives you a couple of um, methods to control it, and apparently I'm weird. I have it set so the camera is kind of fixed, and if I press like the direction, it will give it will go the direction of where I'm pressing the thumbstick, as opposed to mm. up is up, left is left, right is right. It's more the position of the bike. It's it's mm. difficult to describe. There's a couple of variants to it. So apparently I play the weird one that no one else could get to grips with. Like my mm. mate tried it on my machine because when I was playing this, and this was, I checked, it's back in 2020 because I reviewed this on PC and the Xbox One S um, and X. That's why it's the so Xbox fuzzy. Xbox Series okay. console. That's yes. probably why it looks as as, mm. as it does on the old video review. Um, if you want, I'll send you some different footage to splice in here and then it won't no, be. No, this fuzzy. is fine. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, he, he he popped round and on PC it was this flawless performance. On one S it was it had some performance issues back then that they, they don't exist now on the series consoles. Mm -hmm. Um but he tried to play it and he was like, Whoa, what is this control scheme? I was like, Well, it's just it's just what I was using. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> I said it to something weird. But now I can't go back. So it's it's just how I play. Yeah, I'm um, just on whatever. Maybe I'm alone is. in that. Um you know it's called yeah, like the quest read here. Speaking of captures and OX, that does A V one. So I can stream to my computer with AV1 and uses like half the bandwidth and just looks perfect. So a little wow. nerdy tangent. Modern tech. Yeah. Modern tech. You gave it a nine. You liked it quite a bit. I did give it a nine. I loved it. Um, I, honestly, like it, it's it's probably an overlooked game. You know, it's not like mm -hmm. another, you know, big banner indie, um, but it's a really, really good game. And, and, if you're, if you're listening to the day one show right now and you're like, oh, what can I play over Christmas? And you want to break a few of your own pads, give Lonely Mountains downhill a go. Like, add it to your download queue. Um, I'd love to see like a, a leaderboard challenge mm -hmm. on the, on like the Xbox Zero forums and see if like who can set the best times. I think that would be fun. But yeah. I, I also recognize that there's one million games out this year. And, you know, yeah. going back and playing at a golden oldie is probably for the more, the more going eclectic back and, uh, and playing it in between when you're a little burnt out on one of your you bigger games in the backlog. You just want to have something to hop into for a run or two every now and then. That's what I've been doing, and it's been a lot of fun. But yeah. So yeah, that was Lonely it. Mountains Downhill. For Lonely Mountains Downhill. Last last segment of the show, we'll be going into a... I'll do a very quick outro, because literally the only, the only freaking game that's announced, there's just one of them for December. So, But again... Thank you for joining me, John. Uh, maybe we'll Always see you next month. But if not, we'll definitely see you every Saturday on the Xbox Hour podcast. That's right. Thank you and goodbye.
Normally, this uh, final segment is me saying what's coming to Game Pass in the next uh, next drop. As far as I know, it is only SteamWorld Build. That's it. Nothing else. So uh, next month will most likely be one big episode. I'll try and have uh, Fairy Empire and Genghis and maybe John and Ursel back. But thank you, everyone, for joining me again. Patrons get early access. You guys get to see this at least one or two days early. This week, it might actually be three. And I will see all of you guys next time for the Xbox Era Day One Game Pass Show.